Forever Has Fallen is no ordinary action thriller podcast. Each episode contains something usable, like a phone number, website, or email address. Just make a mental note and keep enjoying the story. Afterwards, head to foreverisfallen.com to become a bounty hunter. Armed with that usable something, you can begin to unlock an amazing story world of online escape rooms, hidden content, and character interaction. There are fun challenges to defeat, shocking crimes to witness, and a community of bounty hunters to play with. The deeper you go, the greater your rewards. Welcome back to Sweden's Talking About. Who wants to live forever, eh? Of course, so no guessing who is coming out next, because Sweden is talking about... Carl Axel Matthiasen from the Forever Social. Hi, it's Hawkon again. In case you're like, what the fuck? I've gone back in time. Before I met KA. Before social networks crashed. Before, well, when forever fell. Welcome, Carl Axel. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Whoa! That's awesome. Oh, it makes me feel more popular than Jesus. Yeah! <laughs> I love you, Thank you. I love you too, I guess. <laughs> okay, okay, everyone settle down. You're not thinking of stealing my show away, are you? No. No, no. <laughs> All good. I'm kind of busy with the... Uh, other stuff right now. Indeed you are. Digital immortality. Okay, so I'm guessing as a kid, you never came home with a report card saying this boy lacks ambition. Well, no. Not exactly. I, uh, did okay at school. I just don't believe in monopolies. And I think, why should God have a monopoly on immortality? At least mine is real. <laughs> So recently, the Forever Social just ticked over the five millionth customer. Yes, very impressive, just a few weeks after your official launch. But it's kind of creepy, don't you think, to have a digital online version of, I suppose, that's you. I'm thrilled to be alive at a time when humanity is pushing against the limits of understanding. And death is the biggest thing we must understand. I believe we may eventually discover that there are no limits. And that is the aim of the Forever Social. You honestly believe in digital immortality? I don't believe in it. That implies a need for faith. Stefan, I know it. It's a fact. Like gravity. It's happening now. And you say what this is to drive competition against God. <laughs> well, God had a good run. But like all monopolies, there's an imbalance. I mean, his or her system of immortality, if you like, is a bit weird. Especially when you attach his version of mortality as the membership card to get in. <laughs> With me, it's $10 per month. <laughs> you think it's wrong to be good, to gain God's approval. <laughs> oh boy, do you really mean to tell me the only reason you try to be good is to gain God's approval and reward? Or to avoid his disapproval and punishment? That's not morality. That's just sucking up. Looking over your shoulder at the great surveillance camera in the sky, or sweating over the small wiretap inside your head, monitoring your everything. Hmm, I feel outgunned here. So time for some backup. 
Please, everyone, welcome industrialist, philanthropist, and renowned Christian theologian Jacob Borg. You dick. Nice setup. Have to give Sweden something to talk about. Welcome, Jacob, to Sweden is talking about, and we are certainly talking about the forever social and the promise of digital immortality. Now you've heard Carl Axel's comments. Indeed, I have. So, what is your view as a respected leader in not just the business world but the Christian faith? <clears throat> First, let's establish that God, God is holy. Meaning he's far beyond our human understanding or reasoning, which is why we must suffer these silly, insolent discussions by people who do not grasp what holiness is. You strike me as an Old Testament guy. You like the history, the exploration of ancient beliefs? Absolutely. Many, if not all, of the cornerstones for Christianity have been laid by a majestic God. Majestic God. <laughs> Hmm. Interesting phrase. Well, based on scripture. You? You know scripture? Yeah. I've tinkered around with the Bible. Skipped all of the boring bits. You know, descriptions of lineages, etc. But fuck! <laughs> Loves Judges. Judges was pretty amazing. Well, there you have it. Yes, it is an exceptional book, and I dare say accurately presents what it is to be holy. I'm sure we can do without your colorful verbiage, even in praise. Here's another thought, and this is a quick summary of the rapes, murders, vengeful acts, etc. perpetrated by this holy God. The God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Jealous and proud of it. A petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak. A vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser. A misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. Eh, uh, okay, that's pretty strong. Typical. No, no, Stefan, it's fine. I would not expect anything less from this, this type of individual. He regards faith as an evil to be eliminated. He takes all religious faith to be blind faith. I have made a fortune based on science and engineering. I keep that fortune with evidence, primarily the type that can be found on a balance sheet. The type of nonsense Mr. Matthiasen has people playing at is nothing more than a juvenile carnival, duping people into an emotionally damaging carousel ride without let-up of both mind and bank account. I can't help wondering, why does God need such ferocious defense? I thought he could look after himself. God can handle himself just fine. Protecting yourself from his judgment is another matter. Ah, there it is. The threats. American physicist Steven Weinberg said, religion is an insult to human dignity. With or without it, you'd have good people doing good things and evil people doing evil things. But for good people to do evil things, it takes religion. If you know what I mean. And religion delivers so much good to the world. It is a shame your ambition to fleece people with false hope 
flying in the face of thousands of years of established practice demonstrating the immutable grace of God blinds you and indeed seems to have caused a caustic hatred of what is beautiful, just, and love. It's my guess that the priests who rape children or the rabbis who tear off the flesh from a baby's penis pretty much say the same thing. That's enough. No, no, it's not. Not even close. That is all fact. When one person suffers from a delusion, it's called insanity. When many people suffer from a delusion, it's called religion. And this motherfucker is the most deluded of them all! Whew. Okay, that was intense. It's certainly got Sweden and the rest of the world talking about, well, this brash, arrogant, and quick-tempered, newly-minted billionaire. It got people talking about religion and death immortality, and absolutely the forever social and the forever engine. Want to hear what happens next? I'll let the man himself explain. Here's my recording from the interview for the book. Okay, I have to get to this. You know, that talk show. Sweden's talking about? Yeah, that one. I think after that performance, it should be called Sweden is asking about what the fuck. Well, Stefan, the host. Good friend of mine. Set it up, and he perhaps got more than he was expecting? In your own words, what happened? I'm sure you've seen the footage. Along with a billion other people. But from your perspective, what happened? I'm not a friend of religion, but Jesus, you had a 70-year-old man beating the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, what can I say? Uh, firstly, I had no idea Jacob Borg was going to be on. No idea at all. So you do know Jacob? Oh, Sure. One of my father's associates. There's a whole group of them clinging on to money and power with clammy, liver-spotted hands. So that was blow one. I don't like those type of surprises. A bit of a cheap act from your friend Stefan. So I'm sitting there, and don't forget, I know some inside stuff. I know actions about Jacob. You know, things that this guy's done that are not so Christian, in my opinion. Anyhow, he comes out with his holier-than-thou shit... And I think when I hit the high note about the kids being raped... I think it was more the uh, the direct association with him at that point. And the motherfucker name-calling probably didn't help. Tomato, tomato, whatever. I'm sitting there, and I'm just fucking wired. Like I could see what to say for the next two hours. And yeah, obviously hit a raw nerve, and boom, up he jumps. Now what you can't really hear, perhaps because his mic exploded... This fucking crazy noise he made. It was like a roar, getting choked by a scream. Kind of like, ah! Okay, exactly what's going through your mind right then. Well, at that point, I got this frail old man making weird noises. And he's coming at me. If his skin peeled off and a fucking alien emerged, I wouldn't have been surprised. I wasn't frozen. I was thinking he'll charge like an old bull and just stop just short at the gate. So I'm in the chair... He's enraged and comes at me. And then, boom, he leaves his fucking feet. Didn't trip. He fucking leaps, eyes bloodshot like someone poured salt into them. And now I'm like, what the fuck? And now he's on me. We go over together and he lands on top. Not punching, but fucking clawing. Going for my eyes. My fucking eyes. Were you scared? No, I wasn't fucking scared. Shocked? Yeah, but I'm laying there, and he's got that stringy type of strength. 
and I just can't grab his fingers or hands, and I'm just wiping him away, protecting my eyes? I mean, who the fuck does that? Pretty vicious shit if you ask me. So, what was the fallout from all of this? What happened behind the scenes? My lawyer thought he'd hit the fucking jackpot. Wanted to sue the old bastard. But you know what? Not my style. I think that would have shown a weakness in my character. Running to my lawyer because some old man hit a year of monthlies in a minute. But what it did do is firm up my position as one of the most hated assholes by the business elite. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> the glow keeps me warm at night. With the manhunt in full swing, right now, if it's hate that gives him a warm glow, K.A. would be as warm as freshly baked sourdough, especially with the holy rollers looking to steamroll him. Enter. Father, how are you? Where is he? Nice to see you too, son. Oh, don't start that nonsense, son. Do I have to wipe the breast milk from your upper lip once again? No, father. He is still free as a bird. The devil takes care of his own. I believe the Lord is testing you, my boy. This is perhaps your chance to shine as did Gideon against the Midianites. Well, please don't go making promises to murder me. I think we all know that Carl Axel is no more of a god than Baal. I'll tell you what. You need to step this up. What's in play? As you know, and thank you for the help, I'm heading the task force in Sweden, and more or less for Europe, with Interpol firmly on side. We've pulled apart every single part of his life. Attorneys' homes and apartments asunder, frozen all assets, have all known and suspected associates under surveillance. Again, thank you for the Jewish connection. Their equipment is very impressive. Still no leads? My opinion is he was prepared to vanish. Simple as that. Which means he planned all of this to absolute perfection. As much as we despise him, is a very cunning and well-resourced adversary. But we have an interesting addition to the unfolding situation. Kirill. He is making moves. To be totally expected, of course. Kirill has a lot of engagement with that venture. What are you seeing? He's got two people working on it here. And they are, I must say, not very cautious. One we know very well, Chuck the Hammer, paramilitary lunatic. The other one, never seen her before. Her? Yes, her. And she seems to be running the show, leading Chuck around like a monstrous Labrador. They have, in fact, already committed their first crime. Kidnapping. And we believe murdering a PR agent. So we're in the process Leave that of... one alone. Excuse me, No but... buts. Leave it. Let those two continue. Forgive me, Father, but I really believe they have murdered a Swedish citizen. He can blix this agent. If these two are Carol's people, then you can be assured that they're rather exceptional. You want them to help you. And they will, because, and think about it, Carol has involvement and tentacles that you cannot imagine. Therefore, they will be on a trail invisible to you. But if you follow them, they could take you all the way. I can't just ignore kidnapping, and quite frankly, I'm pretty convinced they butchered her, especially with Chuck the Hammer around. That's a very safe assumption. Step back and look at the big picture. God left David unpunished for Bathsheba because there was a greater plan. Trust me, there is much to unfold from here. And those two, my boy, are your guides. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and come on, 15. Okay, big boy, your turn. 
want to take off some plates. Fuck you! You got millions of program dollars to do that. Besides, I can handle 140kg just fine. <laughs> yeah, well you got Jim Candy, mister. I know, hey, what's 2 plus 2? <laughs> Come on, think fast. Tap it out with your feet. <laughs> can you move, please, and spot me? Sure. <laughs> I just want to train. Without this shit, okay? Okay. One. Two. Hello. Three. Yes, we are just doing some think aside. Four. Well, five, the way I see it, I believe we are six, at least two years behind him, so lots of ground to catch up. Fuck! Sekira! I'm talking to. No, Mr. 100. Help! Oh, that, that's just Chuck, big baby. Can't get past. What did you get to? Fucking help! Now! I nailed 15. I think he was only halfway. <laughs> Sorry, just a moment. I can't hear you. Just hang on. Okay, back again. You were saying? Oh, really? Hmm, interesting. Sounds very worthwhile following up. Yes, we will crack onto it. I just have to lower my temperature, so... Hello, ice bath. But I promise a million promises we will get moving on this ASAP with polka dots. Thanks, see ya. Oh, Jesus, my chest, what the fuck? Whoa, calm down. Shh, it's okay. That was, well, you know. He has a hot lead for us. But first, I have to cool down because, well, you know. So get your big ass up and have a shower. See you in 30 up in reception, okay? We got a naughty boy to catch. Jiminy, turn that up, please. ...with Liz in China. Oh my, the scenes are scary. This is much worse than COVID-19. Scientists are saying that a new type of virus, which is more aggressive towards lungs, and not only is transferred from human to human, but from human to other mammals at full strength. Sorry, did you say other mammals? Yes. You can catch this from your pet or give it to your pet, which could infect other people and other pets. They're calling it, and this is my crusty Chinese translation, bulldoze cross and trans-host switching. How many have been infected? The Chinese government is not releasing numbers, but medical sources I've spoken to... Uh, excuse me. When they talk to me, I see the terror in their eyes. This is extremely contagious and hyper-aggressive towards lung tissue. People literally are suffocating from within. There's dead cats and dogs everywhere. Is that gunfire? Um, Was that I just... can see the PLA are pouring out of trucks. They're shooting people in the street. Oh my God, it's totally indiscriminate. Liz, get out of there. Get away. I've seen people gunned down. They're rushing everywhere. Are you getting this? The world has to know. Fuck! What the actual fuck? They just blew her head off on live TV. Jiminy, bring up the Guardian. Anything coming out of China. Total shutdown, but video got through before closure. Caption text and translation, please. I'm seeing all of the trends. No main news service has caught up yet. Well, keep tabs on the Guardian, okay? Looks like first reports were coming out three days ago. Show me that one. Looks like a doctor. So, Jesus, mortality rate is over 12%. And within 48 hours, China is going into overdrive. They're killing everyone and everything to stop the spread. Where was she? Chongqing. That's only what, eight, nine hundred kilometers from Wuhan? Fuck. Much bigger city. 
Over. 30 million population. Thanks, Jiminy. It's not a competition. <sighs> Jesus. The Chinese didn't learn from COVID-19. And now this. Wow. The rest of the world better hope they manage to contain Border it. Border closures are being announced as we speak. Italy has just announced a lockdown, all citizens to shelter in place. Oops, now I can see most major EU and US airports. Seems like the rest of the world has learned. Can you get me Michael? Remember the guy from Huawei? You are literally the only person I would take a call from now. Except, of course, your glorious leader for life. Talking of life, I've been risking mine right now. You got 60 seconds. Well, blowing the brains out of international reporters is one way to get attention. That... that was... a mistake. Certainly was. Look, Michael, I'm not calling to judge, but I'm seeing this unfold. You're missing the mark. You've not learned from before. You know as well as anyone. We have demolished the wet markets. I know, I know. Wild animal trade and all that, you're on top of it. But I'm talking about a different lesson. But before I share, I'm going to need a promise as a down payment. I'm shocked you even asked. I think it's implied. I like to be upfront. Also, you're going to be very useful thanks to global xenophobia on your tech. Actually, right now, I would prefer your government to be tracking me than any other. And you, as one of the princes of the Central Politburo, will be super helpful, especially with what I have for you. Might mean a medal of the Republic. Never thinking small. You have a personal gold ticket. What do you have? With all due respect, I thought that from last time you had a tangle with COVID-19, you would be right on top of the situation at play. You know some of my friends, who, let's say, were not so friendly to me nowadays. Understandable, seeming you totally destroyed a very significant asset. You serious? You actually oh, think that? just seeing if I can get some of that famous K.A. spark. Funny. In any case, as I was saying, these former friends of mine kinda liked Corona V1. When you have a trilogy of power, getting to number two feels better than being last. We of course did look at the Russians, but there was nothing to see there. Michael, stop. Think. Who are you talking to? You know that's bullshit. And you know that I know that's bullshit. Members of the Politburo like to eat certain things. Yes, wild and exotic things because... It makes their dicks hard to do things that very few people can ever dream about doing. Look, I get the vanity side of it, but no. I'm not pushing an angle on getting to your leaders. I'm talking about shitting in the sandbox and pointing fingers to get the other kid excluded. As you know, we did our best to offset the damage to our reputation, which included looking at outside influences. As much as I would love to say it, it was not our fault. We could not uncover any evidence. And believe me, we were very thorough. I'm sure the re-education camps of 2020 got filled to the brim. But you're not thinking simple enough. You know how to exploit the West's weakness. Leaders are temporary, restricted, and we don't act like you do. We won't sacrifice 10 for 100. But Russia is different. They are too similar to your style. But the Russians, oh, they know how to exploit you. Because you look at them as peasants. When they did away with the Tsars, you, my friend, lost all respect for them. On the other hand, how do I put it? With the Chinese, you can remove the emperor from China, but you cannot take the emperor out of the Chinese. That's your weakness, your blind spot. This was not about targeting our elite. 
the Russians have never been able to project power, not once, even against goat fuckers. They got their backside whipped, and whipped good. So what do you do? You get cunning, just how they manipulate major Western elections, using the West's system of power against them. They looked at you with a whole new, different type of lens. You're so full of the glory days of empires, you only have eyes for number one. Not the mangy old bear creeping up behind you. They exploited our global position as the world's factory to turn the world against us. Number three becomes number two, but looking to close the gap on number one and open up the distance on the new number three. They were disappointed with how it went last time, they hoped for punishing tariffs. Looks to me, they upped the ante. Last time you gifted them a perfect petri dish full of pangolins and bats and Christ knows what else. But since you cleaned that up, they needed a new soft spot. I think I know where that is. Better get moving then, because this time, I think you'll find fingerprints. They'll be on the turd they just left behind in your sandbox. Remember the website mentioned in this episode? Head to foreverisfallen.com, sign up as a bounty hunter, and use it to experience online escape rooms, find hidden content, and play with other bounty hunters. There's a lot of cool shit out there. Have fun!